You're listening to Rhema for Today. See, the Bible teaches us to do good, to love our enemies. The Bible teaches us to do good to those that do evil to us. Love like Jesus loved. Now, you understand this, that there's natural human love, and then there's divine love. The love that we're talking about is divine love, the love of God, not natural human love. There's a lot said today about natural human love. But friends, there simply is no love in this old world like the love of God. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on love the way to victory. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. You could open your Bibles again to the 13th chapter of John's Gospel, the 34th and 35th verses. Jesus is speaking. He said, a new commandment. Everybody say, new commandment. A new commandment, Jesus said, I give unto you. What is this new commandment? That you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. How are they going to tell if they're his disciples? If you have love one to another. What we're speaking on is the new law of the new covenant. The new law was to take the place of the old Ten Commandments. Jesus fulfilled the old covenant and established the new covenant in his blood. I know when we say that because I've been saying it for years. Folks said, well, you mean we don't have to keep the Ten Commandments? You see, if you walk in love, you're not going to break any law that was ever given to curb sin. If I love you, I'm not going to steal anything from you or anybody else. If I love, if I'm walking in love, then I can never bear false witness against anyone. Are you following me? Now notice again, John 13, 35, by this shall all men know all men, both in the world and in the church and everywhere, all men means all men everywhere, know that you're my disciples. How are they going to know it? If you have love one to another. That's exactly the way they're going to know it. That's the way they're going to know us. This kind of love is not selfish. God so loved the world that he gave. Hallelujah. His only begotten son that whosoever believes on him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now, the love law is given to us right here. John 13, 34, our text. A new commandment, a new law. In other words, I give you. You see, the love law of the family of God is that you love one another. How? As I have loved you. That you love one another. Now, how did he love us? Because we deserved it? No. He loved us while we were yet unlovely. He loved us while we were yet sinners. The Bible says so. Now, think about this. 
If God loved us with so great love when we were unlovely, when we were sinners, when we were his enemies, he loved us. Do you think he loves his children any less? I said, do you think he loves his children any less? No, No, thank God a thousand times no. And we ought to love the same way. See, the Bible teaches us to do good, to love our enemies. The Bible teaches us to do good to those that do evil to us. Love like Jesus loved. Now, you understand this, that there's natural human love. And then there's divine love. The love that we're talking about is divine love, the love of God, not natural human love. There's a lot said today about natural human love. But friends, there simply is no love in this old world like the love of God. Natural human love is selfish. I've heard people say, A mother's love is akin to the love of God. I thought that one time myself. But through the years' observation, I found that it isn't so. As a usual thing, a mother's love is selfish. It's natural human love, and it's a selfish love. Amen. My baby, my children. Well, of course, they are yours. But when they all grow up, you ought to have enough sense to turn loose up and let them go. I remember a church where I was holding a meeting several years ago. A dear woman came to me crying. I love my children. I love them. I want you to pray for them. I brought them up right here in this church, full gospel church, where I was holding a meeting, she said to me. And I don't understand it. Not a one of them will come to church except my girl, her only daughter. She had two boys. This girl played the piano in church. She was the only one who came. In fact, one of the boys had just run away from home. He's about 17 and run away. She was a widow. She said, there isn't anyone in this church that loves their children any more than I do. She told me this. I said, sister, there has to be a reason why things have happened like they have, as you tell me. I'm a stranger here, just a guest speaker here in this church. But I can see that poor girl sitting on the piano bench. I asked the pastor. I thought something was wrong with her. You look at her and she duck her head. Act strange. But she was an accomplished musician. There was a university there in the city. She stayed at home and and majored in music. Had two or three degrees in music from this university. Very accomplished pianist. But you look at her and she'd look away and drop her head and act funny. And I asked the pastor, what's wrong with her? Is there something the matter with her? He told me all of her qualifications. Then he told me. He said, and so I knew this when the mother came. He said, she's never been away from home one night in her lifetime. Her mother's never let her out of her sight. She's never had a boyfriend. Now she's about 28, 30 years old. Never had a boyfriend. Never had a girlfriend. Never had any friends. You see, her mother just kept her right with her all time, as we say down in Texas, under her coattail. 
Never let her go once some night and spend a night with her friends. Never let her have any friends come in. Well, naturally, her personality is all twisted. She don't know how to act out in public, even if she did go to school and learn music and get her degrees. You need fellowship with other young people your age. So she said, I want you to pray for me. I said, what for? Well, pray for this boy, 17, 16, half 17, that just, just left home. Prayed he'll come back. I said, I'm not going to do it. Thank God he's gone. <laughs> That's what I told her. I said, thank God he's gone. And that poor girl, she had any sense to get up and leave too. No, I love my, yeah, but I said, it's human love. It's selfish, selfish, selfish. You got your interest at heart, not their interest. I know it's hard. I know it's hard when it comes to children. I know that. Amen. And are you out there? You see, natural human love. You see, the natural, and we are natural. From a physical standpoint, you can understand that. But natural human love, you see, is selfish. But divine love, natural mother's love is selfish also. This mother did love her children, but with natural love, not divine love. She really didn't have her children's interest at heart. She had her interest at heart. I want them with me. She wanted to keep them with her. You ever, you ever notice that mother-in-laws rarely have trouble with sons-in-law? Sometimes they do, but rarely. Mostly, it's usually with daughters-in-law. Remember the illustration we gave uh, about the uh, young couple, actually ministers? And she said, the way you preach, I don't even know whether I'm saved or not. You got me all confused. Well, I said, no use confused when I got here. The light of God's word showed it up. What's the trouble? Well, said, you quoted that scripture from 1 John. You know, he that hateth his brother is a murderer. You know, no murderer hath eternal life about him. And, and the Holy Ghost prompted me evidently to say, and that means mother-in-law too. And it does. I said, what's your trouble? She said, I hate my mother-in-law. I knew she really didn't. Because if she did, she is a murderer. And you need to be careful how you use that word hate. It shouldn't be in your vocabulary. Amen. 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 I said amen. amen. And so, uh, not in that sense at least. You ought to hate sin, of course. Amen. But now, uh, she, said, uh, I, she said, what am I going to do? I said to her, you're going to... Uh, Act like you would if you did love her because you do. I knew that love was in her heart. She had to get it out and get it into manifestation. Act like you would love her if you did because you do. You see, love has to be practiced. Love is of the heart. Love is revealed in word and action. Amen? Amen. And so she uh, invited my wife and I over, said I've invited my mother-in-law and sister-in-laws over and and wanted us to come over for refreshments after church one night, and we did. And I told you the story about the little child with epilepsy. And she wanted us then a few days later to pray. And the Lord said to me, don't pray for her. Don't lay your hand on the child. Say to the mother, in the old covenant, I said, walk in my statutes and keep my commandments, and I'll take sickness away from the midst of you, and the number of your days you'll fulfill. Paraphrasing that in New Testament language, walk in my commandment of love. Keep my statue of love. Do that which is right in my sight, which is to walk in love. That's all of it. You don't have to worry about it anymore. And I'll take sickness away from the midst of you. 
So you say to the mother, Mother, say to Satan, I'm walking in love. Take your hand off my child. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including the message you've just heard. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package starts out with the three-CD series from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Love the Way to Victory. Also in this offer is Ken Hagan's book, Listen to Your Heart. These two resources are for the discounted price of $19.95. That's a $10 savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Guess what's coming up this month, honey? What? June the 26th, Rockets Over Rama. It is an awesome time. It is our 4th of July celebration. Uh, we have an indoor program yes. at 5 p.m., and then outdoors then for bands and inflatables and concessions and then, and then an awesome, car show and yes. all kinds of things going Awesome on. fireworks show. Awesome. In fact, uh, what did they say we had last year? 50,000 50, people. 50,000 people on and, campus. And, and uh, it, it's just a great, great time. Bring your lawn chairs and, and have set out. And, and Man, it is great. It is great. So, hey, you want to make, you want to mark your calendar right now and make plans to be here at Rama in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, which is, if you don't know it, it's just a suburb of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and come on out and be with us. It is great. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.